1: Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network.
2: What is up, my fellow addicts? It's Ralph Sutton, the SDR Show. This week we have comedian, actor, writer, producer, Adam Polly. You might know him from The Mindy Project. You might know him from Happy Endings. And he's doing a bunch of shows around the country. Super cool dude. Uh, You see his face, you're going to know he is right away. Remember, we do this every single Wednesday, every single Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And anywhere you're listening right now is cool. We're happy. It's YouTube. It's a Google Play, wherever it is. Thank you for listening. But if you want to get this five days early, commercial-free, and help out the show a little bit, you just go to gasdigitalnetwork.com, use the code SDR, get 20% off a seven-day free trial, access to every episode we've ever done in HD, commercial-free, five days early, all at gasdigitalnetwork.com. But really, all we want you to do is be a part of the nonsense that we call the SDR Show. And here it is, that episode right now with Adam Polly. <laughs>
1: This is the intro to the shit show. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. This is a hit show. Show me a ditch show. Please, someone fuck the hoes. Beat weed, beat, it's
2: hookers and blow. It's art, it's art, you need to know. The SDR show. Let's go. It is the SDR show, sex, drugs, and rock and roll show. I am Ralph Sutton. Back with me once again, who did the smart thing and changed outfits, which I did not do. But uh, I like that you did that, James. How are you doing?
3: No, I didn't. It's the same outfit. I changed changed hats, hats, though. Changed hats. There you go. I'm playing chess games with you. Ralph A. I like that hat. All
2: right, so let's just jump right into this, getting this guy in on the show. We'll call him this. An actor, comedian, writer, producer. You might have known him originally from uh, Happy Endings, and The Mindy Project. Uh, He's in a new movie that I just watched, uh, I would say, yesterday, uh, Who Invited Charlie. He also has a show called 101 Places to Party. Before You Die apparently he sings and plays guitar too. We'll get into all of it, it's Adam Polly. How are you, buddy?
4: I'm well. How are you? Thank you so much for having me.
2: Good. I literally just watched uh, the movie yesterday in its entirety because I do Mm -hmm. research and I say that all the time. People give me shit for that, but uh, I like to delve deep into the people that we bring on the show.
4: No, it's your real Howard Stern. I really feel feel this is equivalent to the Howard Bruce interview for sure.
2: Oh, I'm sure it's probably a, a very fair comparison. I, I'll, I'll take yes,
4: that. And I've been yes. trying to be the
3: Robin for years. So this this makes me feel warm inside. Right.
2: Coincidentally, I you look good. a lot like Robin. So
3: that works out. We've been out. told that. We've been told <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, um, that's let, what I felt.
1: Before
2: I get into the movie or anything else, I want to ask you this just because I saw the, the trailer. You're in History mm-hmm. of the World Part 1, Part 2 rather, the four-part episode. You're in that, right? Yes,
4: I am. Yes,
2: I am. So how much, can you say anything? Like how much of it you're in or?
4: Um, I have a, a nice little run uh, in, a, in a couple sketches, but not, you know, it, everybody just has a few moments here and there, you know, um, similar to the movie. Uh, and, but it was awesome. It was great. I mean, two, two of my uh, um, best friends in the industry are the producers and writers on it. So it, it, it felt like just coming up like, old school mess around with pals you know
2: right so are you not privy to the the grand scope of the of the four night episodes
4: no, i don't know the history of the world i just know where i where i fit in and you mean and that I as fit in ge- you mean that's a
2: general statement you don't just don't know the history of the world at all
4: no no i don't know i don't i don't know anything i'm just a big dummy <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, no, I am I'm probably closer to the beginning of the history of the world thinking about my character.
2: Oh, OK. So that's interesting. I mean, as as a I think all of us probably are one of the best movies of all time. So it's a hell of a, of a big mountain to step onto to try and make that thing yeah. happen. And boys are going to be looked at extremely analytically from every fan of comedy in the world. That's a, That's a hard one to come out of. I got to imagine.
4: Well, I mean, the good news is most of the really die horror fans of that movie are dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so truly a lot of the people that are seeing it won't even know what the first one is.
2: Right. And I'm close to death, so it pretty much works out anyway. I might even die before it comes out in
4: theory. Uh yeah, I hope not, but it's thing's going out next week, so that'll be well, a tragedy. That'd be a bad week be. for you, Ralph.
3: That'd, it be, would a be, that'd be, be a bad real
4: rough week. I'd say a bad week you you would
3: die and miss history of the world. <laughs> You're opening a restaurant, you're you're running your miles under 15 minutes, you're doing good, and all of a sudden you die.
2: By the way, let me ask you that, Adam. In watching uh, Who Invented, Charlie, you do seem to swing back and forth pretty broadly into where you look like you're in great shape for a while, and then you put on weight. How much of it is for the role, and how much of it is just what's going through life at that time?
4: um actually i had been prepping another role with one of the producers of the movie where i had to gain about 40 pounds and then uh, two weeks before we started shooting they the money fell out so they stopped because of covid and so i was i was already that weight and uh so it was easy to just kind of like do do it and not take care of yourself for another six weeks it was like <laughs> okay I know, you want another six weeks no problem
2: um, i actually but- i do a health I do a health and wellness show and we had this guy on and his, his idea is he's it's called fit to fat to fit where uh-huh. he purposefully gains weight with clients like bigger right. clients to see how hard it is to lose it. And as he's gotten older and older, it's been more and more difficult. So yeah, now that he's no, 40, he doesn't want to do it anymore.
4: No, I get that. It's really, it is, it is really hard. Um, and I don't think I've lost all of it. I, you know, I think I probably like kept 10 or 15 of those pounds for myself. Right. Um, it... And that's just but like, I, I, I'm 40 as well. So men go through like a thickening at that age anyway. Uh, so I feel like it was just like a natural progression for me.
2: Yeah. I, uh, which I've talked about extensively. So I apologize to the listeners, but I gained almost hundred pounds. My father had passed away and I got like really fat. And uh, now over the past, during the pandemic, I've lost almost uh, almost all of it. Almost 100 pounds. I've lost about 90 of it. Wow, at this point. that's great! Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, just... How are you doing?
4: If you, if you if you don't mind me asking, how did you how did you do it?
2: Running and eating better and not being miserable. You know, not being. Uh, I finally got over the depression. Number one, like the time had passed to be no longer miserable. Right. And then just I never. Right. I, I'm 53, and at 50 years old, I started running, and I couldn't run a half a block in New York City. Uh, I know you're also from New York, but I couldn't run a half a block.
4: Yeah, I live in New York. Yeah. yeah.
2: And now I can run, uh, I'm run I've am run half marathons multiple times. I'm doing one a week from wow. today. I'm running, I'm going to flying out to Barcelona to run a half marathon in a week.
4: Wow. That's so yeah. congratulations, man. That is that is amazing. Yeah. Man, I mean, waking, brilliant. especially as you get older, is no joke. And it really messes with your mind. I was really like, um when the movie went away and I like looked in the mirror and saw myself and I looked like Charlie and I was like, well, now I have no reason to look like this, but I do. It mm. is really depressing. It's, yeah. It can be very depressing.
2: And I mean, you you're know? carrying the weight of a child constantly, yes. you know, and it just fucks child. up your back. Yes. It fucks up everything. Oh yeah. And it just puts you in no, a miserable totally. mood. James, you're inherently yeah, you're- thin. Do you ever gain weight? James or never?
3: I, I, I ate a whole goddamn box of Ritz last night. My body said, eat all four sleeves. And I'm beating myself oh. up with each podcast we record today. So Wait,
4: the whole box of a Ritz? Ritz, I had Cat, to. Right. I don't know did why I any, any... were you dipping Was there any sort of?
3: No, I just said, let's get oh. in my goddamn stomach. And I just eat pistachios before that. And my body said, you need this today. And now I, I, I'm I, sorry. I, How did you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How did you pronounce that? They're, they're called pistachios. And so I got all this water weight today. So I'm just beating. I'm sorry. Myself no, no, up. I hate to bring uh, it back. No. I hate
4: to bring it back. I hate to bring it back. You're not wrong, Adam. I, You're not wrong, Adam. I have never in my 40 years on this planet heard them referred to as pistachios. Well, in nine days, unless someone was doing well, a bit.
3: Well, in nine nine days, I'm 45. So I have five extra years on you. Yo, dog, pistachios.
4: I'm innovative, bro. I don't,
3: I, I've never had a I head guess, on this boat on you, Adam.
4: Maybe, Maybe they changed the pronunciation of it officially in 1982. But either way, ben, I'm a unique fella. It sounds terrible. It, it sounds also terrible. sounds so
2: like you're trying to sound classy and it's not working. No,
4: I'm trying to sound classy. Yeah, funny, it really...
3: Which is what I is. Yeah,
4: well, no, you're definitely trying. Yeah, did you follow
2: up with some cashews with that? Did you have some cashews?
3: <laughs> that being said, I love a good binge eat. And when I don't get something in this industry, which is all the fucking time, my go-to... <laughs> is a whole thing of chips ahoy chewy raw dog no, no. milk just like straight up like an animal like so that was gonna you're be like question.
4: the guy you're like the guy that killed harvey milk
3: what, what was his, his eating habits how house? do you know the eating habits of who killed harvey
4: milk you didn't see a that movie, killed harvey you milk? See that movie? no,
3: no you i was busy see that Josh week.
4: brolin in that movie Rolls i didn't see josh right brolin no. eating everything Adam, when yeah, you had gain weight, that was a gain
2: weight, when you had to gain weight for who invited Charlie? What was the go-to? I'm I'm assuming it wasn't pistachios and Ritz crackers.
4: Pistachios. <laughs> no, I ate a lot of pizza. <laughs> um, uh, no, I, I I you know like the real. I don't eat that great anyway. I have three kids and I live mm. in New York City, and the amount of good food and bread uh, uh, around me daily yeah. is so much. It's just impossible not to eat. A little poorly. So I, I I just turned it up a notch, which was like, you know, every meal was the best thing you could have, you know, you wake up in the morning, it's like French toast, half a sleeve. And then in between each meal, I would, I would carry like you're carrying that water bottle, I would carry like a vanilla milkshake.
1: Oh, right. And Christ.
4: it took about three weeks, it took it went it, it happened a lot quicker than you think.
2: No, I think it happens. It takes like three months to lose it and like a week to gain it.
4: Yeah, you wake up one day and you're just like, holy shit, I am tired from taking a
1: piss.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It is so true. God, it's amazing, by the way, now, I mean, now that I've lost it, how much more energy and how much more uh, enthusiastically I attack the day every day. They just feel like a different human being. It's crazy.
4: Yeah, yeah, no, I know um it it truly is uh uh, a crazy how much mental mental anguish weight can can put on you when you're not even thinking about it
2: so the the uh the movie who invented invited charlie really focuses on the early days of the pandemic and i could be wrong with this but i think it's the first movie that i've seen i could be wrong i don't want to say it in i don't like speaking Mm -hmm. in absolutes that deals with that at least in comedically or am, I don't know for sure, but at, at least the first one I've seen.
4: Yeah, me too. I mean, that, that's part of the reason that I really liked the the script when it got sent to me. Besides the fact that the character was also forty pounds overweight, I was like, um, it. That time to me, what was not? It was dangerous and crazy and scary, but looking back on it, it was also ridiculous. Yeah, and and I I think that. That through any like you know once enough time passes and you're able to look back at your own behavior, you can be like, man, I I was buying loose fruit and spraying it. Oh yeah, (laughs) you know, like that is crazy.
2: Yeah, we Um, really did a lot of stupid shit. Now that you look at it in hindsight,
4: yeah, like you know a lot of stupid shit. Um, so I I just kind of was like, this is really I thought it was really funny, and I think the cool thing about the movie is that it doesn't bring you down. In it. Right. it doesn't, it doesn't like bum you out that it's, you know, it actually makes you kind of go, oh my God, I remember when I did that.
2: But what's weird about it, and by the way, I don't want to make this a, a, uh, an episode about pro or negative COVID, uh, but it like as stupid as we all looked doing that shit, nobody really knew what the fuck was going on. So no. you just did some dumb things and now it seems stupid at the time. Yeah. It made Well, sense. that's
4: why, well, that's why you couldn't, yeah. we didn't, that's why you needed some time. to look back on it you're not going to make fun of it then but there were people putting on scuba masks and walking through the streets you know that was real that was really happening and (laughs) so you 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 know like you you it takes some time some distance from it but eventually you're able to look back and be like wow that was insane
2: yeah i really uh it's gonna be looked at i mean god in a way just like I was alive during, I was alive during a lot of major moments in life. Like when Mm -hmm. 9-11 happened, when the Mm OJ Verna came through, like there's Mm -hmm. like five or six things that will be for the rest of our lives. What were you doing when? Yeah, And this is definitely one of those things.
4: Yeah, yeah. I thought so too. I thought so too. And I think, I think it's kind of like, you know, I've heard like some critics be like, I don't want to watch anything about that. It's like, all right, well, lock yourself in a room. (laughs) Like, uh, it happened. We have to deal with it.
2: So now the other show that I watched a little bit of, uh, a former guest on this show that I think is one of your uh, B, uh, BFFs forever is um, mm-hmm. John Gabriel, who's been on the yes. show. Yes. And you do this thing which, having said already, I know you're 40, uh, your birthday's coming up in March, but yeah. I guess you'll be 41. Yes. Watching you guys in this 101 places to party before you die, attack partying, drinking <laughs> thing knowing, I mean, like, I'm 53 now, so I'm a little bit older, but yeah. it can't be easy no. to do that now and recover. It just can't be.
4: It's not. It's not. It's not. It's hard. Um, But it is fun, and I think the thing that's fun about it is having your, your BFF, like you're saying, forever mm-hmm. on it. It's like I, I don't know if I'd want to do that if it was, like, man versus food, and I was going out there alone huh. and having to, like, eat 50 ribs or something. Mm-hmm. But but getting to go with your best friend who also happens to be one of the funniest people on earth and like sit down and try something new and then just like get blasted in a new city and do as many jokes as you can is truly a dream job
2: right and now let me ask some questions about it so number one who's picking where you go and what you
4: eat it's a it's a a communal thing we have like a small staff of producers and writers and then we have a the HBO um, and and Warner brothers, obviously like being like, this is where th- th- this is where it would be better for us and budget mm-hmm. and stuff like that.
2: And did you, is it true that the, uh, the catalyst for the show was when you guys did little hours together? Is that right?
4: That's true. We shot a movie called little hours in Italy and we were, we played prison guards together, which means we had all our shit ch- scenes together in an off days. And on the off days, we would just like stumble through Italy from from the moment the sun came up till it went down eating and getting drunk and talking to people and having a blast. And like, it was, we were like, this is really funny. It's not just fun. It's, it's funny. I think. And, and it was.
2: That's pretty. And you, you, I saw an interview where you guys were clearly fucking drunk, right? Oh, I
4: don't know. I can't, I don't know about that. I, whatever. (laughs) Have there
2: been been segments that you look at goes, Oh, we can't air this. We just look too fucking blitzed and stupid.
4: No, we heard yeah. everything. We heard oh, everything. There, there was, what you saw was is how blitzed we we were. There was one, the, the dumb thing that we would do, which is because it was, you know, we were rookies at that. We never hosted a show like that. Is mm-hmm. like, we'd roll into a town, like we we'd roll into a town on a day off and go out and then wake up the next day to work, which would be just going out. And you'd be like, that was so dumb. That was so dumb that we did that. That's uh, training camp. But, no, that's smart. You're getting
3: yourself warmed up, baby. You got to play the game. You can't just go play the it's game. It's a long game. Yeah, no, it's no, a long. You got to shoot free throws the day before.
4: Yeah, but like in the Atlanta episode specifically, my favorite restaurant is in Atlanta, and they wouldn't let us shoot there. And so I was like, John, you got to come to this restaurant. So we went to the restaurant, and we had martinis and a bottle of wine and the veal parm, and and then we went to a bar after and watched some live music and had like you know 40 miller highlight and the crew met us and the next thing you know we're up all night and then we we're like well let's just power through and you get to shooting at like 8 a.m and you're like what's on deck you're like oh you're gonna go drink beers and eat cheesesteaks and you're like
2: (laughs) i don't know how you do it i don't know how you fucking do it i like even now if i like eat one big meal and have a couple of drinks again i'm an old fuck but I can't even think about doing it the next day or fucking the rest of that week.
4: But uh, oh yeah, just... no, 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 But my alcoholism really supports me. It helps me get through. It's like when I'm feeling, when it. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm feeling like I can't push through like not one more drink, my alcoholism kicks in and goes, God, do you don't want to live in this reality? Have one.
2: And that's fine. I guess. Yeah, uh, and I'm I able also, to,
4: I'm able to rally. I read that.
2: Uh, and I could be wrong. I apologize. For the details that, you filmed some fucking uh, craps game in Puerto Rico yeah. where you could only film in one direction because yeah. it had to be hidden where it was. Is that is that right? Am I fucking that up?
4: No, you're right. Uh, there's an area of Puerto Rico where everyone kept being like, this is where the Despacito video was shot. And we are like, we, we don't care. Like, <laughs> uh, but it's like very beautiful and it's right on the ocean. However, it is... Dangerous, like very dangerous, and there are certain directions where the like the town told it, like don't put the camera in that direction, Mm. and it was like um, very ominous (laughs) (laughs) because you're like why, and they were like just don't, and we're like okay, we like shot the other way, and then after a few, you know, coconuts filled with rum. You started to be like, don't point the camera there. <laughs> you know?
2: But so the reason is just that it was somewhere. Whoever lives there doesn't want to be on camera. or You don't even really no one, know the real.
4: I mean, my guess was that it's an area where both the houses the, the, that's, that's surveilled pretty heavily. What? And like you just don't want they just don't want to be seen people or buildings.
3: That's
2: fucking crazy. Yes, James.
4: Yeah. I don't
3: shoot dice, but I'll tell you this. I really want to shoot dice in a scary part of Puerto Rico while Damn. I'm drinking rum out of a coconut. I'll do it all it day. Was, and if I get arrested, a if I get murdered, cost of doing business. I'm in. Yeah, no, want-
4: that's kind of how we felt. That's yeah. kind of how we felt. Um, Cause it's a blast. I was mean, it's so fun. And also like, you're like, this is amazing. I can't believe this place exists. Oh, you know, it's like a city on the water. Like you, you're sitting, shooting dice, drinking, drinking beer. And the, the spray of the ocean is, like, hitting you from the rocks. You're like, this is incredible. How come no one knows about this? And then you're like, oh, because it's a drug den. It's a drug den. (laughs) (laughs) uh,
2: (laughs) And also, I know that you you guys both said that you fell in love, surprisingly, with Utah, which is surprising.
4: Oh, boy. Love Utah. Not the people. I don't think I've
3: ever been. I don't think I've ever been to Utah. Last time I was there, I was arrested. And then I got a warrant for my arrest. I haven't been back since 1990. Why were you arrested? Underage drinking. After a Neil oh, Young yeah. concert, what am I? I'm, I'm not going to get a little a buzz watching goddamn Cortez the Killer. What are we doing? Of here? course, you're rocking in the free world, baby. Damn right we were. <laughs> or oh, so you thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> then arrested uh, in front of the University
4: of Utah, right in front ooh. of it, and
3: that's why I root against them in every sport.
4: Brigham Young. Uh, I, yeah, Utah's beautiful. The people are tough. There's a lot of anti-Semitism. There's a lot of, um, you know. Stuff like that. But the landscape and the the country, just like the 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 world there, like being outside there is thrilling. I mean it's, Adam, it's you told really, me
2: yeah. when you said anti-Semitism. I was already in. You don't have to push any further. Oh, you guys
4: will love it. They hate Jews. <laughs> you. you guys will love it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it just said you guys to you, buddy. It's
2: delightful. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think I I don't think I read Jewish. You think I read Jewish? I don't think I read Jewish. No, you don't. No, yeah, you yeah. don't read
4: Jewish. Well, you read curmudgeon. I am. Well, that's just come to age. Yeah, that's small.
2: Yeah, I, I don't I don't think I read. I'm also, at my height, there's very few of us six foot five Jews. There's not a lot of us. So I think we're a very that's small you, community.
4: You, Howard.
2: And that comic, what's the guy's name? I, he's a funny comedian. A Gallman. Gary Goldman. Gary Goldman. Gary Goldman. He's, a, he's
4: a, told yes. to Danny Shays. I
2: don't know Dan. Danny like, Chase, I, I, He
4: was a famous basketball player in the oh, 1970s. So I, don't I, don't sh-
2: I don't know shit about sports, but that that will make um, sense.
4: Yeah, I'm trying to think of tall Jews. Yeah, uh, Howard Davidson, Pete Davidson, is Pete Davidson's Davidson. Is tall. That's he another one. drink of Jewish Jews. water. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, my contemporaries are all me, Seth, Jonah. We're all around five ten to five seven. It's not like a great group of strong. I
2: feel I would have feel that, but I have a, which I've talked about. I have a twin brother who's five seven, and I think that he's the standard Jew height for most yeah. of my family.
4: No, I mean I'm considered considered a big Jew, and I'm like six foot two hundred, and that's mm-hmm. considered like a hefty Jew.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a you rarity. Know? It's weird. I look just like my dad, or I would have sworn that. And even though we're twins, you can have twins from uh, different fathers, which is hard to believe, but you can pull that off. So I always thought maybe I was a twin, maybe I was from sired by a different man, but I looked yeah, just like Earlier my dad. in the
4: night, earlier yeah. in the night.
2: Yeah, yeah. My yeah. mom, my mom didn't fuck around. She got out there. She got out oh, there. Of she course, hell yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Before we go any further, you know these guys, and it's just one way to tell you exactly who we're talking about. It's sixty dollars kilos. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then man, you've not been listening to the SDR show because that unattainable number that no one in the world in kratom could have possibly accomplished was only accomplished by YoCreatum.com. For years, entrepreneurs, scientists, academics all tried to solve this $60 kilo problem. Nobody could figure it out. Then yoKratom.com comes along and bam, $60 kilos all day. How did they solve this problem of $60 kilos? Will anyone else ever solve the problem of $60 kilos? Who gives a shit? What you need to know is if you go to YoCreatum.com right now and you do that $60 kilo, you'll get that there with high quality service great strains of Kratom, and delivered direct to your door. YoKratom.com, home of the $60 kilo. All right, let's get back into it. So, going back to what I like this story, you, in high school, oh, we just lost James. Is he, is he dead?
3: Oh, he's no, he's not. <laughs> is, this is <laughs> the best. What a fun <laughs> episode. The fact that you, I'm sorry, you have a great question to ask because you're very good, that, that you use Sired. The only time I hear that is when, when a horse doesn't win the Kentucky <laughs> Derby and they're like, well, they're mm. going to retire him. He's going to yeah. sire some horses. It, it seemed fitting oh. at the time. What do you want? I just to always tie? think it's
4: like, sucker MCs can call me sire. Oh, that's can call me sire. Oh, yeah. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah. plan.
2: I'll run DMC cred. By the way, Adam, on this show, me and my other co host, Big J. Okerson, we had a, uh, a rap battle in front of DMC and he had oh, to decide not which one of us was better because which that didn't make sense which one of us is least terrible because oh, there's no okay. no way we were going to be good but mm. uh jay jay did win that one I have to say so mm-hmm. um these are the two parts of this uh apparently you went to uh a high school with Chelsea Handler which is kind of interesting but then you went to uh the the actor studio what the fuck that's called that thing and you uh, your question in that was asking out Jennifer Lopez i probably screwed that detail up but no that- you got it
4: right what- well which one do you wanna you wanna talk about the first one or the second one? The first? second
2: one's more interesting, but just okay. the first one's kind of a cute footnote. But the yes, second we, one's weird. We
4: didn't we didn't go to school. Chelsea and I didn't go to school together. We went to the same high school. Okay. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I graduated before or after her. Okay.
2: It's
4: and I I, okay. I I don't know. Okay. Um the the uh second one, um what was the question?
2: Uh, you, did you add the that you asked Jennifer oh, yes. Lopez out?
4: So I went to the actor studio in, in for college. And one of the prerequisites to graduate from the actor studio was that you had to go see at least two of James Lipton's um Inside like master classes. Yeah. 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 And I don't know if you can catch my vibe from this interview, but I I didn't do it. And so it came time to graduate and they were like, you, you haven't seen any, um, classes or whatever. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we, well, you have to go. And I was like, well, are there any left? And they're like, there's one left this semester before you graduate. And it was Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, whatever. So I like, you know, smoked a bunch of weed and went down there and was like hanging out. And I actually really liked Jennifer Lopez. Like U-turn is a good movie and, uh, out of sight is my, maybe my favorite movie. Good movie. Um, so like sh- sh- there's, there was stuff to talk about, but I got kind of bored. And when they were handing the um, microphone back and forth, like, you know, to ask questions, it came mm-hmm. to me and I, I stood up and I was like, I know you're going through a breakup and possibly like, I'm a little young, but I would like to take this chance to ask you if you'd like to maybe, uh, rent a movie mm-hmm. with me. And it was it was it was just like a joke shooting my shot, but James didn't like it.
2: Mm-hmm. And, shocking. uh, Shocking. And, yeah. and wow, they, wait, they asked me to what? leave.
4: They asked me to leave, um, and I think I'm the only actor Studio person who uh, has graduated with only seeing one master class because they didn't want me to go back to anywhere. You they didn't even just
2: like, really see the whole one. It's like a half a one. No, I saw, saw.
4: half a one, but they're like, six. Don't even come back. <laughs>
3: That's great. Did you feel justified when they did the tribute to 9/11 and they had all these great celebrities and bands and then James Lipton came out and all the firefighters and cops booed him like he got booed? It was phenomenal. Why they, did that happen? They Why did that they happen? Just, they're like, who's this fucking arty bastard? What is this? We've been shoveling and trying to save lives, and they didn't like. Who's this fruit? They just, <laughs> that's their that. words. I'm just put. I'm paraphrasing their, their words, but uh, you can tell them, like who's it this is, guy?
4: Who's acting that, out of but- here? That is, that is funny. I did not know that. Yeah, I was like, so, bring back I don't the I'd
2: love to know the backstory on that. Like, why did he come
3: out? And
4: why? Well, We're I'm sure co- it was like a concert or something, concert for New York. It was. You know what
3: he introduced? He introduced Adam Sandler as Opera Man. So they had ah. him as this pretentious guy to bring it up. Oh. And an Opera Man destroyed. You could see of firefighters course. and cops punching each other in the mouth like a fun. But like James Lipton got the business straight up, That's dog great. walked by this crowd. It was unbelievable.
2: <laughs> so, you still, but here in New York, you are you're a native New Yorker, right? Born here in New York. Native also. New Yorker, born in New York. Yeah,
4: live there still now. I mean, now I'm I'm, I'm away. I'm on work, but I I live in New York.
2: Yeah, same Um, but uh, you started the upright Citizen Brigade at nineteen, which is pretty young, I would think. Right? Is that correct?
4: Yeah. Yes, it was pretty young. Yeah.
2: And you were for a while, which is cool that this happened. You were coaching these two girls for 60 bucks a week. But it <laughs> ends up being the girls from Broad City, right?
4: Um. Yeah. You know, uh, there were a lot of people I'm I'm I've been coached by people like that, too. I mean, that was kind of one of the cool things about the UCB at that time was that, you know, no matter who. Like most of the people that you were dealing with were so talented that they ended up going on to do something of, of value, mm-hmm. and so like you know me, co- me giving them notes after a show or coaching their practice group or whatever was like nothing compared to the amount of people that you would hear stories about where it's like this person was in this person's class and this person was this person's it's like that's just a a, a really nice um, result of a really lucky situation I was in.
2: Yeah, you were in a time where it looked like everybody uh, around that era somehow ended up becoming kind of big or kind of uh, popular in this space. Even so much, so, I think it was Matt Walsh directed your first sketch. I love him. That's it just true. Like everybody around, Ben Schwartz was, was a part of that as well, and he's one of your longtime friends as well, right?
4: Yeah, so- Ben, Ben, I, my group, my like core sketch group was called Hot Sauce, and it was me, Ben Schwartz, and Gil Ozeri and matt walsh directed us and it was yeah i mean it was like that's a pretty good group it was fun would
2: you say that uh ben or gabrus is your better friend
4: gabrus would he know In that, that if I t- uh, both ben, of them do both uh, of them do
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> both of them are well aware of their space in your All universe. my friends
4: know where they land in a hierarchy of my <laughs> friendships. I make sure. You send uh, the chart like a every year? You it, send a chart? I say I have a starting lineup and then I have a six-man and then the rest of it is just fighting for minutes, you know? All
2: right, that's fair enough. That's fine. And I know, I mean, not to be bouncing around so much, but... um, no, I
4: love it. It's really cool.
2: I loved I mean, I, unfortunately, I don't know if you're going to be in any others, but just having to have a scene in the Marvel Universe <laughs> uh, where you're excited that Tony Stark is in your van, I am. So I collected comics as a kid. Every, every Marvel superhero comic as a kid. I will go see every single Marvel movie the day they come out. I don't give a mm-hmm. shit. If people want to shit on them as not being cinema, I don't give a shit. It's whatever, it yeah. takes you to my childhood and I'm enjoying I it. I love it. Yeah. It gives a shit. I love so, it. I don't know if you, are you a, were you a comic fan? Yeah. Superhero fan going into it?
4: Yes. I like, I loved comic books. Um, I wasn't really a Marvel guy, to tell you the truth. I was a Batman kid, but mm-hmm. I, I knew Marvel and certainly like um the X-Men and stuff like that. But I um I it was awesome. I, I have a, a weird distinction in my career of being a small part of like three insanely huge franchises. Uh, that is Marvel. Really Marvel, Star Wars. Yeah, you're in and, lower deck, right? Uh, uh, uh that's star trek
2: oh sorry yeah you, your nerd card got revoked Ralph. Oh, screwed up I screwed up sorry. Why you Sky Sky on on something else,
4: dog? damn it damn it yeah no i'm in star wars i'm in the mandalorian oh wow yeah, um, yeah. yeah show Ooh, and 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 sonic the hedgehog so like i have these I, my career is kind of nice i am very i'm very happy with it I, I i don't have to worry about getting hounded on the street but like you know, I I can I can kind of walk around freely.
2: Would you not put Star Trek as part of being in four giant franchises?
4: I guess I would. I guess I would. I didn't realize that lower Tech counts as canon.
2: It does. A hundred percent counts would. as canon.
4: Yeah, then, I, yeah, I've, then, watch, then, yeah I've watched four. all of
2: those shows. They definitely they make reference. They're definitely well within the canon of Star Trek.
4: Then yeah, that's four. That's four. Well, which is that's pretty good.
2: That's pretty good. Me.
4: James, I wish how I saw many? Some of that dope.
2: James, how many like, you know, life altering universal movies and TV shows are you in, James?
3: Well, um, I am as James Gunn's um yet to be announced new assistant. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna be in a lot of things. <laughs> uh no, but let's see, I've done um I've been on the WWE network, which my oh, stepdad was very proud of. Uh the MSG network, which my grandpa, if he was alive, would have been proud of. Congrats. Um, I've done a bunch of Jeez. baby Jamie on there. You're goddamn right, champ. So, uh, you know, um, so it's a lot lower than where you're at. I had an interview at ESPN. If I would have landed that, a lot of dead I relatives would have came back and hugged me. I so like how you getting there.
4: I like how you you seem to equate your worth with the value of dead relatives, dead relatives. That's all. And it's getting tougher, <laughs> right, yeah. Adam, as things have been
3: somewhat decent in my life. It's so okay. weird because it's like, yeah. oh, well, this they would
4: have loved this. Well, they're dead. I right. uh, better no. get a few more before the last two fucking croak. You know, there's humor behind every joke, and I think you're speaking a lot of truth right now. Buddy, don't make me cry. It's almost my birthday.
0: (laughs) (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes.
1: There really is no place like home.
0: And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place.
2: Um, Let me ask you this, Adam. Uh, At one point, he held the record for being on this show more than anybody, which is Sal Volcano. And (laughs) I watched the episode where you did not want to shock him. And is it because you are friends with him or you just don't like the idea of inflicting pain on anyone?
4: First of all, I do. I love Sal. I think Sal is so great, guy. fucking funny, and uh, I think the other guys know he's my favorite Joker. Well, based on um, what you said
2: before, I imagine they have like a sheet that proves it that you sent that to them. I Marin. told
4: them all. Yeah, I sent it. I sent them all. They know where <laughs> they stand. Okay, good. Uh, but uh, I no, it was just like um, while we were shooting that day, that the, if you can believe it, no one had tested the shock the shockers before they put yeah. it on Sal. So when when we were all sitting around to go, they put it on him and the they did it and and he it hurt him really bad. Mm-hmm. like he he almost didn't do the bit because he was like, no, this is not funny. this is painful. Mm-hmm. And so we took a break and then Q and whatever said something. they had a talk. They came out of their office like, all right, we're gonna do the bit." And the first person that had the button was me. And so I just was like, you know the blinds were blurred on whether or not we were shooting or real right. but I was like I really don't want to hurt this guy like he he was almost crying oh from Jesus. The, you know but so I I really did not want to hurt him but but then he started laughing and I forgot about that and I fucked him up yeah
2: Shannon I'm gonna ask so. you to turn on your camera for a second because I know there's another show on the network that did um dog shock collars and i'm curious shannon you there
0: i am here yes all
2: right who was that show and how much did it hurt them
0: uh it was no disrespect uh with mike Vecchione and justin silver and um we actually, I think he, I think Justin got pretty used to it because Justin used to like talk too much and get a little too rowdy. So that uh-huh. was our way of like, quote, controlling him on the show. Hilarious. And we did, we did go all the way up and he had it around his neck and it was, uh, I think it, I never felt it, but I know that it got pretty strong, but never to the point where he like backed out. or was like, let's stop doing all this. Right. It also could have been well, a had- quality one
4: they had it wasn't just one they had them wrapped around his thighs his calves his biceps they had like and four or five
2: forearms, of them on him right yeah forearms, that's great. and they were yeah. all
4: connected to this thing so it was like <laughs> electrocuting him and his body would like tense up you know and his yeah. fingers would get like that and i'd be like i'm not that's not like as a jewish person this seems like something that would be done to me as an experiment like <laughs> i don't feel right. like doing that to someone else but it
2: seemed like gabrus was enjoying it whereas he doesn't give a shit
4: yeah (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't care
2: fair enough um and then also i don't mean to rehash your story but just because they were on the show not that long ago uh the black keys you Uh, told the story that i love because i by the way i was hoping it was going to end with shitting your pants which didn't i've told the story recently where as an adult man i completely shit my pants Uh, And I actually mumbled to myself, I guess this is happening. And it just happened. The fun thing is to mumble to yourself. But you shit on your sleeve? Am I right? You shit on your sleeve.
4: Well, I wouldn't say I shit, like, on my sleeve. I would say that I wasn't being careful with my wardrobe to wipe ratio. (laughs)
2: Fair enough. And you got shit on your sleeve when you were wiping
4: a little bit yeah, yeah. and then went back to the table did you I'll get to see the business. black keys or you
2: bailed on the black keys
4: i don't oh no, i didn't bail i took that sweater <laughs> off once I See the black keys
2: <laughs> my kind of man very <laughs> yeah. very nice I'm, I'm proud of you. yes
4: I right, and then I uh, did only, i the did drug. go over to my friend and i i did after go over to my friend i was like i don't think these drugs are good <laughs> um, a little too I good. I saw maybe. you
2: have it, and maybe you could elaborate on this. There's two movies you, or TV shows you have coming up. One's with Arnold Schwarzenegger,
4: is that right? Yes, that's true. That's when true. is that coming out? I think the summer on Netflix. I don't know. It's you know, Netflix, it's an action thing, so there's a ton of effects and stuff. So, um, I'm sure Netflix is gearing up for that.
2: Is it a buddy picture with you and Arnie?
4: No, no, it's not <laughs> a buddy, it's an ensemble piece. Uh, but it was a blast to work with with him. He is he is the greatest.
2: That's so cool. I mean, that's a good feather yeah. in the cap as well. And then, I mean, I fucking love this girl so much. I don't know what else she's done because I've been following her career. But with the girl that was in Borat too, Maria Bakalova.
4: Maria Bakalova, yeah.
2: And you have a movie coming out with her.
4: Yeah, that's yes. I have a movie coming out with her. That's more of a, a, a like serious drama um, uh, that will be out. I think next year. Um, But it also has a a lot of effects and stuff. Um, It's kind of sci fi. Uh, But that was really fun. We got along great. She's so fucking funny. Um, She's really young, which Mm was um, uh, frustrating to me because, like, we would be sitting around and, and in a lot of our scenes, like, our characters are supposed to be like getting along and listening to music. And I would, you know, put on music and she would be like, like, I like this song. I've never heard it. Who is it? And I'd be like, this is the Eagles. Wow. That and then, then she's she, not
2: from here though.
4: Yeah. But it's like the Eagles, like, uh, I think that's age, but because then she'd be like, Oh, do you, do you want to hear some of my favorite music? And I'd be like, yeah. And she'd put it on and be like, and I'd be like, Jesus Christ. I can't. Like, death like, 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 fuck techno. Like, she likes the kind of techno that sounds like it would be played in like a, frog club where vampires dance
3: that's the greatest unofficial description of a type of music fuck techno is spectacular
4: but you know what i mean it's like it's yeah. like it's
3: like
2: it well. it's like in the, yeah. like in the, in the, in the it's movie blade where everybody was dying yes. in blood oh yeah. my god yes. that is
4: blade music it's like I'm walking, walking into oh, yeah. a nightclub in the movie blade
2: yeah that was i forget what song that was that song was so on point for that scene yeah. with the blood spraying okay. everywhere
4: rammstein do something like rammstein. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Do hot Ramstein! I love those guys. Um that's cool. So now um we'll just say it again. Uh you obviously uh the movie Who invite, Invited Charlie is out now. Yes. Or yes. Uh I guess it is out now now. I think it's yes. started- out now,
4: now. You can get it whenever you can go to the movies or just order it on demand or iTunes or Amazon. Um, but you do have to buy it. We're not streaming it.
2: Okay. Oh really? So how do you buy it? you you pay, you pay for it on any one of the streams? Pay, pay
4: for it on any one of the streaming service. It's it's so cheap. I think it's like six ninety nine. And mm-hmm. it's um, it's just really fun, and I and I like that it's not streaming. Like, I like that you have to f- sit down and watch it. I like that you That's can't right. just like click it on, you know.
1: Right.
2: Yeah. I also, I mean, it's an a nice take. Like we said earlier, that you know we're still not hundred percent in the normal world now, but just to be no. able to look back and say, oh yeah, we were kind of stupid, but thank God that part's over is good. And well, did it really shoot in the Hamptons?
4: Yeah, yeah. Which it did. Hampton?
2: May I ask which Hampton?
4: Oh, of course you may. Um, it shot mostly in Wayne Scott. Um, but uh, a lot of the set pieces, like the bigger stuff, was East Hampton.
2: Okay. And then here's a stupid question. It's going to be very uh, inside baseball for those that did not see the movie. So I apologize. I love I mean, it. It, does, I love it. doesn't give anything away. But apparently, uh, which is kind of touched on pretty early on, the, the, the other guy in the movie whose name I can't think of. Reed Scott. Main, yeah, Reed Scott stole an idea from you. Uh, and apparently made some money on it, but they never really say what that was. It was just that you had a good idea, like a a tech sort of idea, but they never really explain what that is, and you just kind of leave it up to the audience to not really have to think about it, right?
4: Yeah. Well, I, you know, someone asked that question to me at at a film festival, and I was like, you know, that's one of the things, again, I liked that about the script. I felt like if we had known more about it, I would have gotten caught up in that, and the the most I can say was, like, did you see the movie The New Top Gun? Oh, yes. Please. Yeah. You like that movie, right? I love it. Yeah. How could he not, right?
2: I, I think, I don't know how you how it would play if you never saw the original. I can't attest to it. But as someone who loved the original, how could you amazing. not fucking love it? Yeah, like, you the, just so, saw it.
4: So who is the villain?
2: I forget. what. Yeah. But uh, whatever the, his name is. No, I country.
4: they not want to offend anyone yeah.
3: yeah. because there's, they want that yeah, movie to nice, make money the whole world.
1: Right.
3: If they made right. up a country, yeah. no, it would have taken away from the movie. Yeah. They would have been yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. You'd be like,
4: exactly. What? Right. So that was kind of, we were just like, you know what? It doesn't matter what kind of tech idea it was. Like, you, right. you, you know, it, you know, you know what kind of idea it right. was. You know, yeah. like, it doesn't matter. It's about these two people.
2: And I also like they, they just kind of very simply gloss over, not gloss over because it's a powerful scene about your back history with your relationship. That only really comes up in one scene more than midway through the movie. And it's like, yeah. oh, okay, that explains a lot more about the character.
4: Similar. I mean, it was similar. It's like, um, you know, without giving anything away. Um, I think I'm
2: dancing around it pretty well, by the way. You're doing, <laughs> you're doing great.
4: You're uh, doing great. But without giving, giving anything away, you know, um, we didn't, when the kid, and, and I think I can give us some, some, uh, just, specific things, but like when the kid goes through my stuff and finds a hospital bracelet, Mm -hmm. we didn't want to go any further with that because again, that's another story, you know, and you don't need it. This story is about this specific amount of time between these two characters. And I think often when making a movie and especially now with making a TV show, it's like every single thing have, every avenue has to be walked down because we have the time might as well, you know, right. and we didn't have the time. We only had an hour and a half and you didn't need to know the specifics of, was it a mental hospital? Was it a regular hospital? Was he there with his wife? Was it a kid? Is yeah, it his own? Did he own... leave
2: on his own volition or was he? Right.
4: Is he an escape mental patient? Yeah. It doesn't matter. It right. does not matter. It's about the moment between him and the kid. And then, What's going on?
2: Yeah, the kid was great, by the way. I don't know who that is, he's but he great. Was great. It's he's great. His first
4: movie, his first oh,
2: wow. movie, he was great. I, yeah. And he you know, great. speaking of movies, I, I find this hard to believe if it's true. Is it true that Paddington Two is your favorite movie? That can't be real.
4: Have you ever seen Paddington Two? I have not. Paddington Two, fucking rules. It's like, um, it's like the Royal Tenenbaums of kids movies. Oh, that's good. Uh, <laughs> and it's I love like, Royal Tenenbaums. It, it's so good. It, I mean, I have kids, so I watch a lot of shit. Um, and Paddington 2 is is just a powerhouse of a movie. And I like it so much that now my kids, like, if we're like, what do you want to watch? I'm like, oh, well, Paddington 2. They're like, no, dad. Like, it's like I'm <laughs> annoying them about it. That's great.
2: Do you think you'd feel that way if you didn't have three kids, if
4: you were a, a, a single yeah. man? Dude, Hugh grants in it. It's fucking... It's amazing. Oh. I, I urge you eat some edibles, throw on Paddington too.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Have well, a good I'm out of the part of the show, even though is called Sex Drugs and Rock and Roll. I've never done any drugs. I try a drug on the show once a year because I've never I've never done any drugs. But uh, now I've done six once, each of them once. Um, then lastly, uh, coming up right around the corner as we're taping this is an intimate evening with Adam Polly. Uh, <laughs> And you play guitar and sing as well is that am i right uh, yeah. with that?
4: yes uh i grew I mean, up my a parents... movie a little
2: bit too but uh, yeah you know.
4: i play guitar a little. My, my parents when i grew up my parents were lounge singers and 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 cool. played at like places in new york like the empire diner and um Bemelman's and elaine's and so they would have these nights where they would go and they'd play cover songs and do jokes and stuff and as a young kid, some, if it was during the afternoon after school, like, I could watch it a little. And and I really loved it. And so I've been looking to try to – I just want to do something. I just want to do something. And and I I feel like I've improvised and done sketch and, and, and comedy so much. Like, maybe there's a way to do it all together mm-hmm. while I play some songs, cover so some it, songs. Is it a one-off show or are you doing more than one? I'm doing one in Vancouver. I've done a couple in New York. I, I try to pop it up here and there, but, like, I don't have time to tour it to like make a schedule to tour it but i right. I, I just like I mean, doing You're in
2: four major franchises how do you expect it to get that <laughs> in
4: yeah very let's let's be clear small part of four major franchises right. i would also by the way
2: throw in i mean you did do a few episodes of american dad it's a pretty big franchise as well
4: yeah right? sure yeah yeah no i fit i fit that i fit that right. I, I i guess i've i guess i've um i'm the least successful franchise actor
2: <laughs> oh that's fair enough i bet right, so, uh <laughs> You can yeah. follow at, uh, Adam at adam.pally. Um, we're going to do uh, a plugs in a second. Well, let's uh, say this again. The new movie is called uh, Who Invited Charlie? An intimate yes. evening with Adam Pally is uh, February 21st. And there's another one adding in Vancouver. Uh, mm-hmm. 101 Places to Party Before You Die is available online as well. I'm assuming a second season is going to happen or you don't know yet?
4: Um, I don't, we haven't heard anything yet because HBO uh, is still in kind of like corporate uh mergerville but i believe we're gonna do a second season um i think right now it's just figuring out how to do that mm-hmm. like what what that looks like and Is by it- that you mean if your liver can survive it or yes else. it means like if we can get john a new liver <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, anything else you want be to
2: before we go around the room
4: no, I just I, again, I just wanted to say thank you so much. It's it's really you, making a small movie and getting it out is really hard, and so the fact that you guys even watch this so nice, and I really uh, appreciate yeah,
2: I, it. I go above and beyond. I want I want to show people that I give a shit. That's all. You do. You clearly do. Clearly, yeah, I try my best, even though I come off like an apparently uh, curmudgeonly asshole.
4: Uh, I do yes, try. you do. You do come off that way, but I I can tell you're trying from from that beautiful background of an HP laser jet.
2: Oh, you're printer. the second person shit on the <laughs> printer. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of the printer. But the yeah. the the long story, of the short of the, we used to use it as a network printer, but now it's just sitting here. I'm giving it to my EP. I don't care. Whatever. I don't I'm care.
1: Sure,
3: you don't care, James. your plugs. Yo, dog. Uh, the James Mattern on Instagram and YouTube. Watch my special, the Check Spot, where I uh, where you know. I do stand up while people pay their bills. It's a bad part of the show, and I do it because I'm a G. Um, also, <laughs> yo man, in March go watch Super Maximum Retro Show on Vice. Um, you can hear my laughter nonstop. It's Krista Stefano. I'm the warm-up, and uh, you know it's a great show. And if you watch it, we're gonna get more. I episodes. That show, you were great. Oh, that's right, Adam. I Holy was there. Shit. We met. I was there. You we were did great. Me. Holy shit, you were, you were great. great. This is you insane. How
2: the fuck do you not remember that you I, met this guy?
3: Buddy, those days, two hours of sleep and dealing with some wild people in the goddamn. Hall. Adam was a goddamn beast. Adam, come on, let me, let me air hug. You're <laughs> late now, you now, James. You're late you 45 minutes, we so acknowledge him. we time together. So who cares that no, I mispronounce yeah, yeah, a, a nut? No one gives Too a shit. Late now, James. You were great. Oh, wait, before you were great. Shannon,
2: before we bring you on for your plugs, I forgot we got to do the first.
3: Yeah, I was just texting this shit. The
1: first time.
2: I just text The SDR show, show. show, Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll show, we've asked every guest this since the dawn of time, their first experience with all three. We start with rock and roll, and we just mean the first concert you ever went to doesn't have to be rock and roll, but ideally the one you went to on your own volition.
4: Um. So when you say, you're asking me my first concert on my own volition, like the first yeah. time I was like, Mom, Dad, I want to go to a no, concert. Good, a good show yes. for you. And then I figured out how to get there, and they, those- they took me, but it but it was my idea. It wasn't All like you're coming Correct. with dad to yeah. see James Taylor. It's like, this right. is my idea. This
2: is my identity. I want to go see this.
4: I went to see New Kids on the Block at Madison Square Garden with opening act Dino. Dino from Las Vegas. The 702. Is, Summer. Is, is that true? Summer fucking girls. Yeah. Uh, wow. And, uh, and I remember that show. And I got to say, New Kids crushed it changed my life i was like i gotta be on that stage hang a tough dog is that
2: what motivated you to get into the career of business of show
4: no i think that that's some deep-seated father stuff but what it did do was it was like showed me that you could be ugly and still be on stage
2: oh well thank god for that for me right come on now Uh, and now the the first drug you ever did after weed unless weed wasn't your first drug
4: the first drug cocaine
2: Right after and how old were you?
4: By the way, he, said, that, he
2: said cocaine very enthusiastically. Do you notice that? Right,
4: well that right. drug does that to you. <laughs> it's uh it's a, the best. Seventeen uh, it was a, yeah, it was uh 17. seventeen in
2: high school, seventeen, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Was
4: it did we love it? We loved it instantly. We loved <laughs> it instantly. We really started a long love affair.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and now the first time you had sex?
4: Uh fifteen.
2: That's young. Wow. Younger than usual. New York City. would you go to high school in New York?
4: I went to high school in New Jersey, Livingston, New Jersey.
2: Livingston, New Jersey. And uh,
4: was it a girlfriend? a girlfriend? I had a girlfriend who was a year older than me.
2: Okay. Was and she so she was also? ready.
4: Uh, she was a virgin, but she was ready to rock.
2: Oh, good girl. Yeah. Um, right
4: so it was like um, time to go. And fun fact, um, after many years apart, we ended up getting back together and then getting married and having three kids.
2: Is that really true? That's what a true. sweet fucking story. So you That's married true. the girl that you first had sex with at 15 and got together with years later. Yep. That is a beautiful story. What a nice man you are, Adam.
4: Yeah. Well, I didn't do it out of niceness.
2: And I, I mean, have- it kind of it connotes that you would be like a sweet guy, a nice guy. You go back and fall in love with the first girl you had sex with. It just seems sweet.
4: Well, it was, I mean, it was, it was, you know, our pussy was good and, <laughs> And I knew it at a young age. And then we go out into the world and you experience a lot. And you're like, you know, I think that first one was the best. Wow. Did you have to con- uh, convince her to come back to meeting you up again? We both moved back to New York at the same time. It was like, you know, post 9 11. And we started seeing each other. And it was, I don't remember who convinced who, but it was like relatively quick. It was easy. Like, relatively quick it was like oh hey we're both back in the same city i guess we should be well
2: wow. then and then you've yeah. been continuously fucking since then
4: well there have been some off periods in the it's been 15 years of marriage there's been oh. some off periods but <laughs> yeah no pretty consistent we got three kids we you know That's we keep awesome. it what a great story yeah. yes james okay so
3: i had a a, a statement half joke that i was going to say that i wanted to revoke when i found out that it's his mother when he said it's 15 and she was 16 and you said that's a little young. For New, Jer- for New Jersey, that's par for the Coke. The, the, yeah, the- no, it's a little
4: old. Yeah, and you're right. It is par for the Coke.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. it is par for the
4: Coke. Uh, yeah. well, I didn't mean uh, to say bad, Coke. I, just, I think I had a stroke a few weeks ago and I'm just all <laughs> fucked up. No, I what, I can tell you when I met you, it looks like you something's different. What are
3: you going to do? But I was going to take it back because I'm like, oh, my God, he's had three kids with this lady. And, yeah. and then when he goes, that pussy's good, I go, nah, fucking New Jersey. Yeah, this is yeah, all. No, you can out. say that joke. No, no, you nice, can say that joke nice anyway. Nice bow on it right there. Par yeah, for the It also, it also Jersey, shows that Adam's you a nice guy girl. that he
2: remembers James, and James didn't remember Adam. That tells me everything else I need to know. It's been a rough life, no, bro. Nah. Look,
3: l- listen, you and I'm nah, going to remember sorry. from all this, that you use Canotes 20 minutes after you said sire with your goddamn Baruch <laughs> College education. That's what happened. Canutes. Canutes. Shannon, Shannon. On that, he's on that treadmill, scrumming through the Webster's. Like, yeah, yeah. Go eat some pistachios. You, Shannon, your plugs, please, Shannon. <laughs> uh,
0: you can follow me on Instagram at ShannonLee6982 and listen to my podcast. The thing is, ding, we talk about bad dates, fighting, and ghosts. We have all sorts of interesting guests come on—comedians, musicians, reality TV stars, and porn stars—and they tell their own personal experiences about their worst date experience, a time they got into a street fight, and an experience with the paranormal. All
2: right, now Adam, do not indicate. We're all gonna guess. Does Adam believe in ghosts? I don't think this is an easy one. Don't we have to wait till all three of us chime in? James, you want to go first on this one?
3: Yeah, I'm the odds maker. Um, he is minus two fifty. No ghosts. This guy does Adam? not fucks with ghosts.
0: I was more on the side of yes, but now I'm trying to interpret the face that he made that's when he's not supposed don't to look fucking, at
3: the goddamn face. What we'll do you do, this Shannon? You're not cheating. supposed to play poker. God damn it.
0: I'm gonna say no.
3: I'm also,
2: by the way, heavy on the no. Adam, what is your answer? Do you believe in ghosts?
3: No, I don't believe in ghosts. No okay. in okay. we all I mean I live
4: no. in I, I live in New York City.
3: Some of us actually won Shannon and some of us piggybacked the ride. <laughs> can I tell you how
0: this is what really led me into it was because yeah. after your beautiful love story, I felt like if there was something mystical, if you believe in something mystical, you would have alluded to that there and you didn't at all. And that's why I feel I like it's a no. I,
4: I don't believe it. I, 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 and the reason for that is that I, I live in New York City in a fairly um, gentrified area. And so if there were ghosts, um that's they would be Hilarious. giving me a hard time. They would be giving me a hard time. That's terrific. Get fair out enough. of this neighborhood. This isn't your <laughs> yeah. spectacular. So uh, I, I don't think that they exist if they're letting me uh redo my brownstone.
2: Fair enough. Uh, follow me everywhere at I Am Ralph Sutton. My other podcast on health and wellness, the good sugar podcast, comes out every single Monday. We're opening our first location on Third Avenue and 69th Street uh awesome. in the next week or two so come on down and adam if you live in the area i'll give you a free juice or a free vegan I, I,
4: as soon as i get back to town i will be there
2: all right cool we're opening very very soon i'm going tomorrow shannon awesome. if you want to come by tomorrow with me i'll go, you can come with me i'm, going to take a I'm look. gonna it's be in the studio ready.
0: i'll be at the studio right, tomorrow come
2: with me tomorrow we'll do it. it's almost open um and uh, we add a song every single week to the playlist the str playlist i feel we should add an eagle song and just because he married his true love Let's do the best of my love by the Eagles. It kind of makes sense if you tie it all together. Look at that. I made it all work. I will see you next time on the SDR show.
1: and wine, left us so little to give That same old crowd was like a cold dark cloud That we could never rise above At night And I would be alright If I could Go on Sleeping But every morning I wake up And worry What's gonna happen today You see it your way I see it mine But we both see it slipping said, Whoa.